What up? This is Yinka Diz. Peace. This is Outlaw. And you listen to the 80s Babies Podcast. And on today's episode, we're back with another tribute. Doing something we don't do all that often, which is a 15-year tribute. Although, ironically, the last time we did a 15-year tribute was for the same artist that we're going to cover today, and that is T.I. Previously, we did trap music, and today we're doing Urban Legend, released November 30th, 2004. And this is one that you suggested, and I have to highlight that because as has been well documented on this show, uh, this is around the time when I wasn't really listening to a lot of hip-hop music thoroughly. I was in other areas, and so this is a big one for you, I think. And upon listening to this album, I can see why we need to cover it. So, Yeah, I mean, it's not really a big one for me personally. Like, I don't have a whole lot of personal anecdotes. Um, I think this is an interesting album. Um, T.I. himself mentioned, you know, kind of trying to do something for the 15th anniversary. Okay. Um, you know, this is a, a, a good time, I think, in both of our lives, right? We're in college. Um, there's a lot of hit records on this album. And so I think that's why this album kind of stands out to me. Obviously, T.I. is a standout artist, right? He's, he's, I, he's in my top 50, probably, if I really mm-hmm. had to put one together. Um, yeah. great, great MC, um, great career. And, uh, you know, so I think, I think that this record is also important just because of who it's by. Well, you touched on this a little bit, as did I, in terms of where we were in 2004. You mentioned that you were in college. Why don't you expound on that a little bit? And what else was going on for you at that time? It was dead in the middle of of, of college. T.I. has now become, like, the man. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, the southern rap is, is running things. And, you know, T.I. and Lil Wayne are probably squarely the two soloists that are respected by everyone and you, know, you think really. you think that's the case for little wayne i think it's still a little too early for little wayne i think that he comes really in really comes into it like 2005 2006 carter one that's was, my take carter one was 04 so yeah i understand that yeah. but sometimes just because an album comes out they don't necessarily become the man right away sometimes it, there's like a little afterburn effect and so the album comes out and then you know some years go by and then they're really the solid number one that's fair I, I, don't, I'm, that out I, I don't i'm not gonna say or argue that he was number one but i i will say squarely that you know this is a time frame where jay-z is still you know everybody's kind of favorite right um mm-hmm. and and jay-z kind of nods to lil wayne and is like yo lil, lil wayne is nice and and lil wayne's coming on the basement he's coming on all these freestyles he's killing everything his right. album it you know his album's straight killer it's got hit records on it it's got lyrics on it so i mean you know we talked a lot about ti's debut album and how it was it was so impactful and you know who he was where he was from etc i think this is also the time frame where we're like oh wait lil wayne is is, is shit. like yeah. he can really rap he's really got hit records he's he's that guy so I, those are kind of the two that i remember and wayne being on this album i think is impactful but yeah man this this record had a ton of hit records on it this album had a ton of hit records on it and i just remember djing and playing these records and you know people really really feeling them i mean a handful of them on this yeah so I hear you. so where were you so uh, just to be clear for our listeners uh yinka mentioned ti's debut album and i believe you were referring to trap music correct correct it's oh yeah, yeah actually, you're right it's, it's not his yeah debut album. but yeah we, we we understand that but in terms yeah. of like his debut big album yeah the, the exactly. one that brought him onto the scene was exactly. trap music so 
in 2004, where I am musically is I am doing so much with beats, so much with sampling. I'm using Acid 3.0, Acid 4.0, I'm chopping. I'm going into just every single record I can find, or MP3, if you will, I can find, just trying to make my own beats. And some of them were, were okay. Um, I think that if I had the same dedication that I do now, with the understanding that I do now, I would probably be making better music, but you know, it's not something that really inspires me anymore. But at the time, I mean, that's that's solely where my focus was. In right. terms of the music that I was listening to, I was listening to a lot of jazz music, a lot of classic rock, a lot of old soul. This is at the time when I'm starting to get into Nina Simone mm -hmm. and, you know, just all that stuff. That's, that's really what I'm listening to. Mm -hmm. In terms of this album, where this album came out, where I was personally was drunk as fuck <laughs> at the at the frat house wherever the party was. Right. These songs came on like that's pretty much the only time I really listened to this album at uh -huh. the time. Yeah. I didn't actually listen to this album start to finish until we agreed to do this this podcast. Oh wow! And so yeah, and so you know, but you know, um, BET. I'm, I'm chilling yeah. with the friends. You yeah. know, we're watching videos, and so he's, he's got a lot of hits on. But really, yeah. where I enjoyed this album was at the party. Yeah, agree That's wholeheartedly. That's pretty much where I was. Yeah, agree wholeheartedly. And as a DJ, you know, like this, um, this had a lot of records we were playing at the party. Um, mm -hmm. It also had a couple records that you know we talked a little bit about me starting off as like an opening DJ. Um, yeah. You know, and so even when you weren't an opening DJ, you know, you start the night and you have to play some records that like you can't play the biggest hits the first hour mm -hmm. of the party. Right. So you got to play no. like some records that will get people moving, but they're not the biggest hit. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there's a couple records on here that I remember also would fill it, fill in that slot with uh, that people okay. reacted to as well. Critical reception. Critical reception. Uh, I think people people and the critics really liked this joint i'm gonna try to pull up the wiki unless you want to you want well so i will speak from uh, there's a quote that i'm looking i'm reading on the wiki right now okay. which is interesting from all music it said that uh with all that chaos surrounding ti it's disappointing to hear him retracting his steps retracing his steps rewriting old lines developing with little progress perhaps it's asking too much to expect ti to show us much growth here as he did on trap music but as is the case with jadakiss remaining patient for that classic album and you know he has one in him is getting tough so Dang. you know i think that when i look at the critical reception on wikipedia yeah which is pretty much the only source I have because I didn't listen to this album at the time and I don't really remember what folks said about it because mm -hmm. I was in my own space and when I was listening to this album, like I said, I was drunk and not really paying attention. Mm -hmm. But it looks like it's a decent reviews, B yeah. plus, um, you know, three and a half out of five, nothing too stellar. Although that being said, sometimes albums can really age well and perhaps they're better now than they were at the time mm -hmm. which we will get into it a little bit later because right. i actually do happen to like this album okay um but that's just the critical reception that i'm picking up on here yeah, yeah I, I think you know the one thing that i see here is is like a really low one from rolling stone which i i don't remember yeah. that but i i remember everything like you said being and in, in that like three and a half four stars out of five type of yeah. of, of rating which is it's fine and, and it's all well and good um i think the hit records on here is really what pro propelled this album um you know do you think it's better than a three and a half out of five it, in in hindsight 
historically? No. Do you think it's no? So you think it, that's that's right around where it belongs? Yeah. Okay. I do. All right. What about you? Well, hmm. Let me just tease my low light here. Okay. And I know we haven't necessarily gotten to that yet, but mm-hmm. maybe we could just transition. Into yeah, that. we can go straight there. And my low light for this album is that it doesn't take any chances. It doesn't take mm. any risk. This is a very safe album yeah. for the most part. Yeah. And I think that if I'm looking back on something which I'm paying homage to, mm-hmm. that that's something, you know, those albums to me, there's always a risk factor involved. There's some there's some stepping out from the artist. Right. You know, exploring a new territory. Right. Um, you know, it, expressing their own personal growth on the record Mm -hmm. and as as it's stated here in this one critical opinion we are perhaps not seeing that from ti and of course i wasn't huge on ti back in the day it's not that i didn't like him it's not that i didn't respect him i was just kind of waning myself off of hip-hop and so ti was just you know he's fine he's great but i wasn't really studying ti like that so i can't really tell you the personal growth he might have experienced from 2004 uh, or from 2003 to 2004. Right. In fact, I'm just now reading now that, oh, this was when he was in jail. So it's like, oh, okay, <laughs> great. Like, I knew he went to jail. I don't remember when he went to jail. Right. You know, because I wasn't paying all that much attention. Yeah. So, you know, but it, I think it's interesting listening back on it because despite the fact that this album doesn't take many chances, mm-hmm. it's actually still really easy to listen to multiple times to just sit down and listen to it. Like, it's a... Mm. It's a good, very solid album. Yeah. And I think it's a work that maybe some of these critics are being a little harsh. Mm. I don't know. I actually disagree with you. And it's, it's funny because okay. I, I think I'm probably the person who, you know, suggested doing this album. But, you know, mm-hmm. in, in hindsight, I after listening to it again, I, I was like, maybe this should be a make it a classic. Um, <laughs> you know, like this is a this is a tribute. And I think it, you know with all the accolades and what it did for ti's career um it, yeah. it it makes sense that it's it's being tributed right um mm-hmm. and it's it's probably it's we talked about volume two with jay-z this is the volume right. two of of you know his career but okay. um yeah man i mean i personally did not enjoy listening to the album and i think you know you made mm, a very okay. solid a very solid point about the lack of risk um, yeah. You know, it's almost like he took the themes that people enjoyed about him and he just doubled down on him. So like, okay, the, you know, the haters can't hate on me. Uh, it's motivation. Okay. You know, we heard, right. we heard that on the last album. Um, you know, you're balling. You got 24 inch rims. We heard that on the last album, you know, like yeah. literally all the themes, you know, they're just kind of repetitive. Uh, you don't really get to know too much more about the artist. Um, you know, and and a lot of the production also um, kind of just middling, right? Like, like it, 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 okay. there, it there's there's a, a, a plethora of producers here, but if you yeah. if you pull aside just the hit records, the huge hits, because there's some really really good hit records here, yeah, right? There certainly are. Um, but if you pull them aside and you and you listen to the rest of the album, which I'm an, I'm an album cut posse cut guy, like that's what I like. Yeah. There's not a, a lot there. You Interesting. Know? Okay. In my opinion, but all right. So, uh, so are 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 my doing my low lights, or did you want to? Yeah, continue? go ahead. Get into it. No, get get into it. Because that's pretty so, much yeah. my only real low light. There's no. There's just a few songs on here that are just okay, but for yeah. the most part, I enjoyed listening to this. Okay. Um. So my my biggest low light is sequencing. Um. Okay. And you know, like, 
for example, The King. Mm -hmm. It was okay. Um, the lyrics were great. The beat was good. The chorus was kind of lackluster. You know, it's, I liked the chorus. Really? I love the throwback reference yeah, to Run DMC, and I like the way he interpolated the hook there. Yeah. He he, it's a clear reference to Run DMC, right. but he puts his own twist on it. Very clear. Contextualizes it for 2004. Mm -hmm. I dig. I dug it. Yeah. I thought it was cool. I thought it was cool. Um, I mean, and then he goes straight into motivation. That that record actually bored me. I got really bored after like, okay. like a minute and a half. Um, All right. But uh, but I realized that the sequencing was a, was an issue and a challenge for me when I, I got through the whole album and and it was kind of difficult to sit through the whole album in my opinion. Interesting. Um, All right. But but song seventeen, my life. Um, yeah. I didn't care by then, and I, I kind of it was difficult for me to sit through it. And then okay. I went back and I listened to to the album where I just I skipped all the records that obviously are huge smash hits that I love, and yeah. I and then I just you know I just kind of double clicked on the records that I, I didn't really want to listen to the first time around, and my yeah. life was one of them. And I was like, this is a good song. Like I like I enjoyed the song. The beat is dope. Um, I didn't necessarily need Daz to rap on it, but but yeah. I, I appreciated his collaboration. I, I love Daz. Uh, but I was like, yo, this song is a good song. Like, why didn't I enjoy it the first time? And the reason yeah. I didn't enjoy it the first time is because of where it's positioned. By the time I get to track 17, I'm I'm bored out of my mind and I, I don't care. Like, I don't care about your life. And, and this is the record that probably is the most, you know, we talked about personal growth and personal reflection on albums. Like, this is probably the most personally reflective record on here. I can agree with but, that. But um, but yeah, I don't know. So sequencing definitely right. Um, I don't think he came in necessarily with a bang, all the way. The king was was good, but he could have like, you know, boom, I'm here a little bit more, and then okay. the, the album also ends where I'm just like, oh, okay, now it's over. You all know. Right. Um, I, I I disagree with the king. I like yeah. that as an intro. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, um, I, I mean it's yeah, a good it, song. Like I, you know, it's just. I think the chorus for me and 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 you know I think it would have been dope if like maybe he he had it as a bridge right and he only said it one time okay. just to to shout out Run DMC because it's very obviously a Run DMC tribute. Um, my other low lights quickly. Um, you're you're gonna like the second one, uh, but uh, Pharrell is a low light. Oh, he's <laughs> he's so bad. Uh, the the beat is bad. The 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 singing is bad. The so the, the, everything about that song is, is like nails on a chalkboard to me. So let's talk about that song real quick. He's referring okay. to Freak, though. Yeah. And I wrote down a thought about this song, uh -huh. which is that Pharrell has come a long way <laughs> with his voice. That's and this true. is something that I try to tell people all the time. Yes. Right. And I, I started getting real vocal about it when Pharrell <laughs> showed up on The Voice mm. as a analyst or a judge or whoever. That motherfucker can't sing, <laughs> Facts. period. Facts. He's never been able to sing. Facts. But what he has been able to do is make his voice sound, you know, tolerable right. on really good songs. Right. But he does it because of all this shit he does in the studio. Mm -hmm. And I don't give a fuck what anyone says. <laughs> that motherfucker can't sing for shit. No, that's facts. Now, now, here's the other thing, too, though. He's not the only one either. In fact, one of my that's favorite true. artists... One of my favorite, favorite soulful artists is not a very good singer either. And that is Who's Curtis it? Mayfield. 
if you can only sing oh, falsetto don't do if you can if you can only sing falsetto and your range isn't like you you're we, very much sticking in your pocket curtis mayfield gets a pass because he's an amazing musician we can't he's an amazing have the, song we, writer we can't have the 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 pharrell and and curtis mayfield conversation together i will have the curtis mayfield conversation <sighs> I, with you, i'm gonna have it but, i'm gonna have but, it because nah, whenever i hear pharrell i think it's curtis mayfield at all I can. I can and I will. I can and I will because I don't think that if Curtis Mayfield could write music or play music, that he would have had a career. I think he was able to do those things because he was so talented otherwise. And the same thing goes for Pharrell. That motherfucker cannot sing. He only has a career because he is musically gifted. I, I and think, for me, that is the comparison. I think Curtis Mayfield is somebody who, who can carry a note. Yes, his uh, his false is, is, is it, right? That's it. Yeah. But... But you, and and I agree with you about the fact that he is one of the pinnacle. If I have to create a, a Mount Rushmore of musicians, Curtis Mayfield is on that, right? Like really? he is. Wow, that's yes, he is fucking amazing. Like he Curtis amazing. Mayfield is amazing. <laughs> okay, so I mean, but he he can carry a, a tune enough where like I don't, I don't think like like Pharrell, like you said, in this era, <laughs> Pharrell could he was not so bad. produce. His voice in such he a way to make it, it was not so be annoying. It, it was, was so, so bad, and and like with Mayfield, like I think he he also could write music. Yeah. So like he was able to like write his vocal parts yeah, in such true. a way that like it didn't take a, a ton of talent, like vocal talent, to do what he was doing on the record. You you get what I mean? I, I do. I just think that it is a fair comparison for me to make. And I always think yeah. of Curtis Mayfield when I hear Pharrell because <laughs> Curtis Mayfield to me, I'm not saying I don't like his voice. I, yeah. I do like his voice. I like the way he sounds on records. I just understand that he can't really <laughs> sing. He definitely and, can't. And that's blow. all I'm saying. No, yeah. yeah. And I think that it's actually a high praise for Curtis Mayfield. The fact that a lot of people, if you say that to him, like Curtis Mayfield can't sing, they probably wouldn't know what you're talking about. And so they really yeah. sit down and listen and you're like, you know what? You might have a point. <laughs> like he's such a good musician that you can't really tell. And that's yeah. where my point is with Pharrell, that at yeah. this time in 2004, it was very obvious that he yeah. couldn't sing. And then when you hear him on tracks like Happy and all the other harmonizing, like even on tracks that's like... True. um like I know, like I know, I know yeah, what you like. The yeah. track with Jay Z, like he sounds good on there uh -huh. because he's just under. He's learned how to make his voice sound good on a record. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, no, but at this time, like this track, like I'm listening to this, and I'm just, it's I'm, so I'm just, I'm laughing because I'm like, man, Pharrell, you you can't sing for shit. Yeah, and somehow, Facts. somehow, you managed to swindle your way as a judge Yo, on the voice for fuck people who can both sing. Like, of I just these guys. Fuck him and fuck swiss beats for forcing themselves <laughs> on us as artists like like i don't know i i, I, I never want to be the person who limits people's creativity um yeah. especially people that are very talented and you know yeah. um pharrell yeah, is very talented, obviously very talented right yes. you know but god like like some of these things are just so god awful and it's just like you know it's the type of deal where like ti is probably sitting across from him in the studio and you know he's like i really need to get this pharrell beat for this album so i'm gonna yeah. shut the fuck up and and, and be like oh yeah yeah th that's good that sounds good when i know that that shit sounds terrible but you know he, th he they're not alone for example one of my favorite musicians now is trent reznor who you've heard me talk about trent reznor right. on this podcast he's the one who made the uh, 34 ghost uh four which is a track that lil nas x sampled for mm -hmm. 
Old Town, Old Town Row, which he got sued, I think, for like thirty million. Damn. Which is yeah. Well, Dude. I mean, he probably got you it. Gotta bro. Say, you, you, yeah, you got to clear the samples. So yeah. anyway, but um, but Trent Reznor, he's the guy who's behind Nine Inch Nails, mm-hmm. and I really love him as a musician, as an instrumentalist. I don't think he can sing though, okay. and because and because of that, like a lot of his old Nine Inch Nails stuff, I can't really get into because I don't really like his voice. Mm-hmm. But like just the music of it is really really good, and yeah. he's not alone. Like there's a lot of there's a lot of musicians who couldn't really sing. I mean, they had to convince Jimi Hendrix to get on the mic, and yeah. he's not really all that great of a singer. Right. But that just it just it happens that way. I, yeah. I think though with with Pharrell. He it's kind of like a Puff Daddy situation mm. where Pharrell realized that the best way to market himself to become himself an was to get on the track. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So anyway, that's our little Pharrell tangent for. for yeah, today. and you know, I mean, we're talking about an era where where you know you got records like Beautiful. You talked about mm-hmm. Give It to Me. I know, like yeah. there were records around that time where he was able to, you know, vocally produce himself. To it, it, in such a way that it it wasn't so obvious that he was a really shitty singer, but you know mm-hmm. like there, there's there's other records that it, from this era from him that people love like like people always talk about fronting. I hear people talk about fronting all yeah. the time. I I could not stand that record because it was it was again Pharrell like making me listen to him sing and he can't <laughs> sing. Yeah. But anyway, now I'm on a, a whole tangent. So my other my next low light, which I think that you'll agree with here, is Jazzy Faye. Okay. <sighs> Jazzy Faye, man. Um, you know, and and on a song that's not that bad, just Jazzy Faye's voice and hook is just so annoying. Um, yeah, it's not his worst beat. I can tolerate it. He didn't even produce um, it. I, I, it was, it's a Scott Storch beat. Jazzy Faye has a beat on this record. Oh, I like that beat. Um, uh, the Get Loose with Nelly. Yeah. Uh, that's what I thought you were referring to. Oh, so you're referring nah. to you're referring to his track on what Get Your Shit Together. Chill- that's Little Kim. No, Chillin' with My Bitch is what the song is called. Jazzy Faye is on the chorus. Scott Storch did. Oh yes, you're right. Yes, okay. Yeah. Yes, chilling with my bitch. Yeah, that wasn't a very good song. Yeah. Right. Oh, and and it, it it was fine. Like like so the record itself, I actually really like the concept. You know, and especially we talk about growth from an artist, an artist going somewhere else. Actually, this is kind of Ti going somewhere else, right? The whole album, he's like, yo, I got bitches. I'm looking for a freak. You, you trying to fuck? Yeah. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Like the whole album, and then he has this one record where he's like. Yo, like I can't, I can't be out in the club. Like I gotta spend time with my girl. Like, yes, like, like I, I like that. <laughs> that, that. That's that's good. But then it's like this chorus is so bad that I can't even listen to the song. So uh, you know what's funny is that when I heard Jazzy Faye on the chorus, I assumed that he produced the beat. Yeah. And I was thinking to myself, like, oh, this is not a bad Jazzy Faye beat. Yeah. But it was like, no, it's Scott Storch. <laughs> Scott Storch in his prime. Scott Storch. Exactly. Prime and, Scott uh, Storch. That's what you yeah. want. So, yeah. um, so, and then okay. my, my last, uh, my last, uh, low light is, uh, Pimp Squad Click, PSC. Um, that's his crew. Okay. He fi- finally gets them on a record with Limelight. Um, and we're supposed to be, I guess, introduced to them, or this is supposed to be their posse cut. And, meh, I don't care. It should have been UGK. Ah, they would have killed that. Yeah. Yo, because Bun B, like, the dude comes on and I thought it was Bun B. And it's like, <laughs> no, it's not Bun B. It's some other guy. I don't know who they are. Right. Why isn't it Bun B? Where's right. Pimp C? They need. They should be on here. Facts. Oh, well, I, I guess they're not, but. Yeah. Oh, well, Pimp C was probably still in jail at that point. I think he was. Probably. 
but yeah, yeah anyway yeah. i feel like we we started on the, on the low lights and we're like killing the album and we're this is a tribute so so no, you get i actually highlights? have a lot of positive things to say about it okay so go for I, it i can so so for my highlight mm-hmm. i love the way this album starts i mm-hmm. like king okay i like how it goes into motivation okay i don't mind this song as, as much as you do um which one motivation know, i like dj hmm? motivation yeah, yeah i like dj too He's, you know, I think the DJ Toomp in this time is is really good, and especially mm-hmm. when we get to the next track, yeah. you don't know oh, me. Man. I mean, what? I mean that that song is is bananas. Yes, you know what I mean. I'm, I'm still bouncing, just like you don't know me. Yeah, like, yeah that's right. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I I, I like this first track run. Um, ASAP is is a song that I did not appreciate enough what? back when it came out, oh. and I listen to it now, and I'm just like, yeah, this song it's is incredible, is really really good. It's really, really good. So, you know, uh, we go from the king, motivation, you don't know me, ASAP, and praying for help. I think that's a very, very solid five-track run. Mm. And one of one of the highlights that I was talking about on this album to me was the filler because with the exception of the ones that you pointed out, mm-hmm. I thought that, like for me, when I judge filler, mm-hmm. um, there, there's some albums, like the really classic ones, where the quote-unquote filler tracks are actually like really, really good songs. They're just not hit records. And okay, fine. He doesn't have any of those on this album. Yeah, but that's what trap music was. Like half yeah, the album you're, you're is correct. amazing filler. <laughs> you're, you're right, but yeah. but I think that I had such a low opinion of hip hop music in 2004 mm. that for me to be able to sit and listen to this album now mm-hmm. and enjoy it and be like, oh, okay, like this is cool, like this sounds like 2004, but it's not annoying me. Yeah, like I'm true. actually like cool vibing with these songs. That's so true. for me, I'm like. I'm thinking it's like, all right, well, if Outlaw has his opinions about this album, yeah. it must be okay. Yeah, no, you know what I mean. Like, I'm kind of thinking to myself and uh, talking about myself in the third person here, but that, but that's what it is. Yeah, and I'll and I'll add to what you're saying because I agree with you in that I think Ti did a good job of choosing production from artists who had a very timely sound, but not yeah. choosing their timely records. Like there are Scott okay. Storch records that are like. It's a dope beat, you know, but it sounds like 2004. And it's like, I can't listen to it without thinking I'm in 2004. And same with, you know, Jazzy Faye, Manny Fresh, uh, Little John. You know, like, there's multiple guys here that sound like their era. And he, you know, overall did a pretty good job of choosing production that doesn't sound dated. Yeah, no, I I, I agree with you. Um, Especially when we hear a song like, um, what was it? Uh... We hear a song like Countdown, which is a song mm-hmm. that I like, and that's produced by David Banner. Right. You can tell it's produced by David Banner <laughs> right. because it sounds like Rubber Band Man, exactly. which he had on. Well, that's on trap music, right? Yep. Right. So it's like David Banner is doing like his best David Banner impression. <laughs> right. But like, it was still good, though. Like, but I still good, enjoyed it. It's a good beat. Yeah, yeah. It's still, I it's feel still exactly the same way. <laughs> so... My my two biggest highlights, though, in terms of songs, okay. have got to be number one is what they do featuring BG. This song mm. fucking knocks yeah. with with the horns and with BG on it. Like it's it's interesting because you know BG is Cash Money, and I never liked Cash Money, right? Like mm. I, I had I could tolerate Juvenile, Lil Wayne, whatever. BG was never an artist, never an artist that I liked. But what I will say about BG is that whenever he showed up, like. 
as a feature, mm -hmm. he knew kind of how to kill a feature. Something mm -hmm. about like his tone and his delivery, okay. like his voice, the gusto that he adds to a track. Mm -hmm. uh, I've always kind of appreciated that about BG, and I, I like what he does here. Okay. And I think that this beat by KLC, I have no hey. idea who this artist is. KLC is the so, cat that did fuck them other niggas because I'm down for money. Oh, really? Oh my God, that's KLC like that's my on a beat. Hey, Lizzy. Hey, Lizzy. Really? Okay, so yeah. then I need to look into more of this KLC because uh, fuck the mother, like down for my niggas is my without a doubt my favorite song KLC. from college. KLC is a is a no limit producer. Is he? Yeah, All right. yeah. All right. That song "Down for My Niggas" was my favorite song to come on <laughs> at the party. Yeah. I mean, it was. It's still now. Like, in fact. If if I ever get married, uh -huh. my 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 groomsmen are coming out to the instrumental for Down for My Niggas. Like yeah. it's just it is what it is. Like that's just what they're coming out to. A lot of people got so, stomped anyway. out to that song, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good old days. So anyway, so but what they do uh, with with BG and KLC on the beat, yeah. I really 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 like this record. Uh -huh. And my other big highlight, I'm gonna say, is Bring Them Out. Mm. And the reason why I'm gonna say Bring Them Out is a highlight is okay. because Bring Them Out was such. A ubiquitous hits yes it was um at the time and this was a song that i didn't really like when it came out. i didn't mind it Same. i i i partied to it I, yeah. I was drunk whatever it came on yeah but this has all the makings of a song that when i'm listening to this album in 2019 mm -hmm. i skip so for yes. example yes when we talked about ready to die mm -hmm. right juicy i i skip right when we talked about um dr dre I skipped the next episode yep. because it's like, yeah, I've, I've already heard the song. Mm -hmm. But for whatever reason, I listened to this album three times mm -hmm. and I listened to Bring Him Out and was singing along to it <laughs> all three times and was enjoying it. And yeah. I was like, you know what? Because of that, this has all the makings of a song that I would skip on this listen and I'm not. Yeah. I'm going to shout out this song sure. as a highlight. For me, it's a really unexpected thing to say because, like yeah. I said, I wasn't a big song fan of this song back in the day. But it, it goes. Yeah. It goes. I agree with you. Um, I wasn't gonna call it out as a highlight, but I, but I, but right. I'll, I'll double down with you. Um, you know, yeah. I mean, it was just so big, and um, yeah. and and I mean, it it transports me to you know to where I was because, like you said, it was it was played everywhere. Um, mm -hmm. I think you know also Ti was really good at, and I, I'll, I'll just make this a general highlight. So this is the era where people are doing dances of all their songs. You got white tea, people are snapping and doing all kind of, you yeah. know. And so T.I. like did a really good job of like kind of giving you almost a dance, but it was like cool enough that even the cool kids could do it. You know, it wasn't like right. so corny that you had to like do a whole step, right? And so like with Bring Him Out, like he just has the little hand motion where it's just like him like motioning somebody to come out. And like every time I would play this record at a party, everybody's doing the the bring them out hand motion, and I just you know I remember that. And the same with you don't know me, right? Like so when he you know he do the the vid in the video, he's saying you don't know me. He has like that right. little hand motion that goes with it, and everybody was doing that. Like of so yeah, that was that was definitely a highlight for for me. Uh, do you want me to take Ti? Ti is a really good artist, someone who I did not appreciate enough back when he was in his prime yeah but i have a lot of respect for him and i think that even what you're talking about right mm. like he you know you, you mentioned that he's one of the top 50 artists and i think that that's hands down mm -hmm. where i might be able to debate is whether or not he's a top 50 mc although he mm. i think i put him in my tier 
four or tier three. So he's definitely up there for me. But I mean, you're right. Like being an artist is is more than just obviously just understanding more than just you know what you can deliver on the mic. Yeah. It's also understanding like who are you? What's my sound? How can I put this out? Right. And how can I do the little things yeah. to make people like it? Like so, for example, like with Jay Z, like Jay Z's really good at doing the tricks right. to make it so that you know people sing along to his records when they're at the party right, right? and ti like what you're talking about mm -hmm. is doing the exact same thing here uh he's just a really good personality and yeah on, on tracks like bring him out i think i think that that you know he shines i agree on those performances. even in addition to so you know what we're talking about you know the fact that like it almost got laughable the way he would put his hat on the side of his head and it would almost <laughs> fall off right and that just yeah. like became his thing and he even mentions it on one of the records on here you could tell him ti about how i bend my hat or some shit like that right yeah like like these little things that are like silly but like th like that became his trademark like you know it's ti when his hat's about to fall off his head like okay <laughs> but uh I'll, I'll i'll run my uh my highlights real quick my highlights man sure. are just the singles i mean straight okay. hits so we just go yeah. we just gonna go down you don't know me incredible right. um asap man i will never forget the first time i heard asap i was like what the fuck is this like yeah it's really good as somebody who, really who you know make make made makes beats you know uh my boy lalo that i used to make beats with he will tell you i'd be like yo What's the number one instrument that I, I I hate the most? Like the one instrument that you'll probably never hear me put on a track. He will say synth brass. I do not like yeah. synth brass. Like if you're gonna have brass, have brass or don't have brass. Like I do not like the brass that comes out of synthesizers most of the time. DJ Toomp is one of the few people who can put synth brass on a record and I typically like it. I don't know who Sanchez Holmes is. Yeah. But yo, he murdered this beat. I mean, it is. I don't know who he is either. It is incredible. Um, so yeah. yeah, that that beat was great. Um, and but you know, not just the beat. Yeah, you can have a good beat and have an artist ruin that. That's um, true. We, we've talked about that several times. That's but true. Ti does a really good job of like with the hook. Yes, you know because something like a, a beat can be made that much better when the hook really goes well with it, and yeah. Ti does a really really good job on and, this. And track. and I think that I'm gonna call that a highlight and a low light. Ti's okay. hook work and bridge work is is impeccable on this on this album yeah. but but the low light part of it is that it's almost like he wrote all of these songs as just hooks like like yeah, he didn't see you know what i mean like some of these songs yeah. like it's just like did you concentrate on the lyrics at all and the lyrics aren't bad like he's an amazing no. mc like i think he's great so it's just like like it's just like songs that are just like hook chorus bridge hook like you know yeah. it's just like and it's yeah so it is it's, it's it's like i mentioned at the you know at the, at the top of this with it this is not an album that takes very very many risks right and also it sounds like it's not much of a personal record either it's just yeah. kind of going through the motions but i think he you know if he's like you know phoning in this album he did a really good job <laughs> yeah. of it yeah if he's that's a that's an iphone uh 12 if he's phoning this <laughs> one in that, that, that was on right. point so um yeah i'll keep going get loose um this okay. is a, a highlight for me uh, it's one of the records i was talking about that we played at parties um it wasn't a big hit record yeah i don't remember hearing this one so um, this was probably before i got probably before there. you got there you were pre-gaming you know you're in the, i was pre-gaming with, with, my, with my gatorade and vodka absolutely <laughs> right. so uh but yeah and 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 the one thing i will say about this is um jazzy Faye is somebody who really sounds like the t the, the time 
Nelly is another person whose whose catalog did not age well. Which I mean, we didn't really like him back then. I'm gonna be honest, but but now I, like I can't. Now I can't. I can't even listen to him at all. Like when I hear his voice, it makes me laugh. So he's got a few records that I can enjoy. Like um, I think it's what "Flap Your Wings" or whatever. Mm. Drop down and get your eagle on, girl. Like that one, I can still go. If with. a woman is not and dancing, I don't want to hear that song. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> and the other one would be um. The uh, is it Air Force Ones? Air Force Ones. I oh. can get to stopping in my Air Force Ones. Oh, yeah, stopping yeah. in my Air Force. Well, like I can, uh, I just like that beat. The only so. Nelly like rec performance that I can listen to right now without either laughing or turning the song off is um, "Where the Party At" by Jagged Edge. That record is okay. amazing. Nelly was amazing on it. Uh, All right. And and this right so that was what I was gonna say like you know you, <laughs> you have two people who are like relics of the, of their era and and but you know you still create a record that I can listen to today and I still enjoy it um, so get loose was oh man ladies love this record we used to, we used to run that a lot um so let me keep going um the get your shit together with, uh, yeah Scott I like this Storch record, record. Too, yeah Kim. that was yeah, another one Scott we played. The Scott Storch record, man, Scott Storch was so fucking Scott Storch was killing everything. This, this beat is crazy. What? Scott Storch yeah. was so ill at the time. Like, I, you know, we, this is back when we were still read the credits. When you, re, you yeah. look at the album and you see that Scott Storch did one, you got to hear it. I mean, dude, he came up with the roots. You That's know? so crazy. Like, he's one of the people who put Things Fall Apart together, which is my favorite roots album. From a sonic perspective, it is. Scott Storch, and Scott Storch man, is all over that. When you... When you see Scott Storch's name in the credits as a DJ, oh, yeah. you're delighted because you're like, "Yo, yeah. this is this especially this shit I'm gonna be able to play." Yeah, um, yeah. Right. So definitely that. Um, bring them out for the reasons we talked about. So I mean, mm -hmm. th those are the you know the big singles, uh, the just just massive hits on this record, yeah. and those are my highlights. The other two songs I kind of want to point out that I liked uh -huh. were Stand Up featuring Little John, Trick Daddy, and Lil Wayne. Uh -huh. I like this ensemble cast of features. Yes. I have um, mixed feelings. I, I enjoyed it. You have mixed feelings because of why? Because of the, the cast of characters. Like, I, I wanted this song to be amazing. And I feel oh, like okay. I feel like you gave me, and not you, but the, the song itself, gave me an, an all star cast of characters. A beat that was kind of laid back with a chorus that was super rah-rah and hype. And then, like, the chorus is, like, just doing all the work. And then yeah. you're like, okay, guys, now rap. You know, and it's just, I, the setting was weird. I would have liked it better if it was just, like, just give me, like, some straight killer, no filler beat. You don't even have to dictate too much what these guys need to rap about, and it's going to be a great song. You know what I mean? Okay, I feel you. I I think I was a little less critical. I I enjoyed it, but it's also quite possible yeah. that I wasn't really paying all that much attention to it. I was just kind of like mm -hmm. listening to it and soaking it in. And because yeah. mind you, this is a time period where I don't have a very high opinion of music from this era. Mm -hmm. I mean, like I've seen on the internet, people for whatever reason, people keep throwing out like graduation from Kanye, <laughs> like oh classic track, and I'm like, I I just don't comment. Because that album is so fucking terrible to me, and it's laugh like literally what? laughable. You think and graduation? You, I'm, sorry, think I'm graduation sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. College dropout. College dropout. And that album to me is so laughably bad. So like, in fact, it, like if anyone says like it's a classic and it's it's, it's good That's the so whole way through, I will seriously doubt like their <laughs> listening. I, I just I don't have that much respect for their musical taste. 
because yeah. that album is really, really bad. And I could go through and break down exactly why it's just shit. But I don't think I'm it's saying, a bad album, but I feel you. It's bad. It's I know bad. how you but feel my, about it. So my point is, is that a lot of records that were coming around the, around this time, with the exception of Outkast weren't all that great and so you know me listening to this now i just had like low expectations for anything that comes out and so you know i listen to stand up and i and i like chick daddy i like lil wayne um you know lil john is cool so i'm, I'm digging it all right so uh, the other song i kind of want to point out a little bit is the one mm -hmm. you pointed out um the one that comes on at the end my life yeah. I like what Daz Dillinger does on here. I think he's really mm -hmm. good at incorporating the Southern style into mm -hmm. his West Coast vibe. He really knows how to marry this two where it almost like you can't really tell if it's one or the other. Um, I think he does a good job mm -hmm. on that. And the song sounds so reminiscent yep. of like prime Tupac. So I, I fuck with this track as well. And so like he's got a, like a lot of little songs on here that i kind of like yeah um so yeah. you know in general this is an album that i'll give it good marks i probably wouldn't give it an a but i i'm completely content giving it a b plus four out of five rating and i i think that that's i you know i think it's pretty good the one thing i was going to say about the the my life song uh, is i agree um and i think this is a really underrated era of daz um when daz moved to atlanta and signed with so so deaf and you know was collaborating with artists out of atlanta um, I really like some of the stuff that 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 yielded, and I really like that album, uh, "So So Gangsta" by Daz. So uh, uh -huh. this is this is definitely it. Sounds like that era of Daz. The only other one that uh, I probably should have put in my lowlights is uh, "The Greatest" by Manny Fresh. Not a big fan yeah. of that song. Yeah, that yeah. song sounds to me like the boom boom clap record meets every other Manny Fresh beat all together. It's it's just so average. Yeah, and I think that the reason why I gave it a pass and didn't really shout it out as a low light is because mm -hmm. it comes in between what they do and get your shit together, yeah. which are two really good songs. Yeah. So I didn't have a problem listening to it mm -hmm. when I when I was, mm -hmm. but it's not it's not a really good song. Yeah, it's super average. Um, and then there's another one that I didn't like. Uh, oh, I talked about this limelight. I just thought it was, uh, yeah. you know, I thought the beat was good, and it was just I was waiting for them to impress me, or you know, I thought this was supposed to be their coming out party, and I didn't. We didn't party. <laughs> well, nope, did not. So uh, unless you have anything else to add, I think that that should wrap it up for our 15 year tribute to Ti's Urban Legend. Nah, um, I, but the only thing I will say is, uh, since we're speaking about Ti. When we do do our moments, uh, one of the moments we might want to discuss is this whole situation with T.I. and his daughter. Um, I just thought about it right now, and I was like, yo, that's pretty funny. So maybe we'll talk about that during our uh, our moments on our fall quarterly. Okay. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah. All right. I think that's it. All right, yo. Peace. All right. Peace. You niggas better exit And the crown just to shine on you suckers Still told the Glock 40 for the haters and the busters Fuck probation if a nigga try to play me I'ma bust him, I don't need no security Reaching for my jewelry Get your niggas pop quick Feel full of hot shit Fresh 
shot the box till hop in a drop six. Made a quarter meal in the pen, getting stock tilt. Haters wanna stop till mad cause they not till ball every summer, so your baby mama jock till you don't want no drama, pimp. I promise I do not slip. Chrome four fifth, here well let the cops trip. Bought my girl a hummer with the chrome right in front of that. Five carat stone with the platinum all up under that. Grab beef, I ain't gonna participate none of that. I'm aiming at your fitted cap, and you ain't gonna want none of that. A nigga try to play me, I'ma blow him off the map ASAP. Ask anybody who's running AG, but they gonna save me ASAP. Niggas hating on PSC, get straight ASAP. A nigga try to play me, I'ma blow him off the map ASAP. I know a lot of rappers don't like me, but they won't fight me. Fair swear I said, don't know why they won't indict me. On the throne, I ain't never taking life. But all that tongue wrestling, hating while I'm gone, don't excite me. How many rappers you know that can hold they on a white street? He's staking, talking on the cell phone nightly. Normal population half the jail just like me. Police is thinking crazy, scared a nigga gon' strike. Contrarily, a nigga trying me is unlikely. They barking, don't bother me. I be bombing before they bite me. They just shot to see my rap exactly how my life be. Shiesty, with a conversation quite pricey. My fist so rocky and my wrist so icy Might be thrown off my rocker just slightly Feisty, flaming hot temper don't ignite me I'm only gonna ask you find the answer once politely A nigga try to play me, I'ma blow him off the map ASAP Ask anybody who running AG, but they gonna save me ASAP Niggas hating on PSC, get straight ASAP plan is to keep you at least two levels under me where I need you. I'ma take advantage of my chance to defeat you. Your true colors to show ass on when I see you. I'm grown, nigga, so let it be known we ain't equal. You're sadly mistaken if you're thinking I can't reach you. Beat you to a fucking pump if I need to. The very spot you're standing in, then is where I leave you. Seen on the scene, white tees and visas. OG status, I don't beef unless I need to. Out of line and you running out of time Hang behind closed door when you heard I got some time yeah, I know you were thinking out of sight and out of mind But I'm the wrong one for you to try if you were trying to shine Listen nigga, this shit here is more than just a lot of rhymes I don't know what you do for your respect, but I'ma die for mine A nigga try to play me, I'ma blow him off the map ASAP Ask anybody who's running AG, but they gonna save me ASAP Niggas hating on PSC, get straight ASAP. A nigga try to play me, I'ma blow him off the map ASAP. 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 ASAP.